Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Pocket Edition. A Pocket Edition that is a part of Gamecast's seven days of Christmas coverage. We'll be bringing you a variety of topics over the course of Christmas and into the almost year, actually, New Year's, actually. If you wish to check out our previous episodes in this seven-piece package of Christmas, those episodes being our pile of shame lists for 2018, top games of 2018, and of course, the first episode, Gamecast Gamer Gifts. It's our recommendation gift ideas for Christmas. So be sure to check out those episodes that you can find up on the channel right now. However, today I have Mark and Joe joining me for our fourth episode, which will be Games That Surprised or Consumed Us. So these are surprise hits that we did not expect, that we really enjoyed, and perhaps even consumed us. You know, like, uh, for example, uh, one that hasn't made my list, but an example, Destiny, when it launched, absolutely consumed me. Um, But guys, how are you today? Fine. (laughs) <laughs> Mark, are you there? Have we still got Mark? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, Joe, for joining us. I know it's rather early for you guys, and thank you for making arrangements to join us. No worries. But guys, I might go ahead and kick this list off, and be sure to let us know down in the comments as well what surprised you guys, what took you by storm, what consumed you. Um, but the very first one on the top of my list, which has actually been there for a while, it's a game that came from the 360 generation. Um, so that's going back some time now, and this is still yet to be bumped off my list. Um, Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle-Earth, the original one. And I played, that's an RTS, and I played it on 360. So I can already see a lot of you PC elitists, um, even myself when I think about it, kind of cringing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I sunk, uh, not only did I thoroughly enjoy the campaign, and I found it like a really good... Um, snapshot and capture of uh the lord of the rings kind of um universe but it was just a really solid rts as well um i remember sinking uh, it must have been hundreds of hundreds of hours into this rts um and especially uh, at the time xbox live for me anyway it was kind of new ish with the 360 generation um and i used to land quite a bit of with my friend and i remember one particular time we we, it must. I'm pretty sure it was like a six to eight hour match. Like you could set, um, you know, certain bounds and criteria for each match. Um, we turned off any kind of time limit, um, and basically it was just to the death, like a to the death RTS match. And um, we spent six to eight hours. It eventually stalemated out, um, and we had just had to call it a day because. I was actually the first to break first, or at least the first to bring it up. I was like, look, dude, I've got a throbbing headache. Um, and it probably had something to do with sitting three feet away from my then 4x3 letterbox tube TV. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this is, imagine, like, picture this, like, imagine playing an RTS on, like, a, a less than 480p panel or screen tube TV. So you can, you can understand why we all had headaches. Um, so ended in a stalemate, but long story short, this game absolutely, you know, bought on a whim. Um, just needed a game to play on my brand new Xbox, bought it on a whim, uh, realized I had a huge passion for RTS after that, which then kind of dovetailed into StarCraft 2 on PC. Um, but absolutely loved this game. Totally 
loved, surprised, and consumed. Did any of you guys either play that one? No, no, not at all, actually. No, which is odd because I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. So you can get them on PC as well. So if you can still get them, probably pick up the sequel if you can find it at a decent price. Cool. Hmm. All right, take it away, guys. Who'd like to go next, Mark? I do get consumed a lot, but because I sort of have a big turnover of games, I try not to stick with one for too long. Um, but typically that spills over into franchises that I get absorbed into. Ooh. Um, so my most recent one that I didn't really expect anything of uh, is the Yakuza franchise. If you guys are, oh, no yeah, joke. If you guys are yeah, familiar yeah, yeah. with those games. Um, because they, they've only started uh, rebooting them. Well, not really rebooting them, but remastering them and porting them to current-gen uh, hardware like the last year and a half or so. And so in the last year, we've had four games on PS4. Uh, I have played through all of them. Wow. And, How many is that? Uh, it's, it's, it's probably like 100 plus hours all up because each game is at least 30 to 40 hours for story. Uh, usually there's like, I'd leave a break between playing one game and the next. Uh, but I was so into it that I started the next game as soon as the credits rolled on the first one. And I wasn't bored of it. Like I just, just, just kept going and going and going and going. And like, I could play the other three in the franchise, uh, right now. And I'd still be completely content and it'd still feel fresh. It's just, yeah, nice. um, like these games, it's, it's hard to describe because they give the most compelling interesting um sort of feudal uh, not feudal uh, feuding um feuding families story of like yakuza and friendships and bonds and things like that but also have the most stupid childish crazy stuff that you've ever seen in a video game <laughs> like you'll have oh this rough tough yakuza that's got um a mountain of bodies uh, behind him just gonna start playing golf with some kids because why not <laughs> <laughs> that, that he like you, you you win the bowling championship and then they give you a live chicken as your present and you name it McNugget. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, you can then hire the chicken to be one of your main real estate agents in one of the games when you start becoming a real estate m- mogul. It's the stupidest crap. <laughs> <laughs> But it's so compelling and it's so hard to describe it to someone and tell them you need to play this. You need to you need to play like these, an hour and just understand. Are these games like Sleeping Dogs ish or Yes. So open world okay. open world beat 'em up sort of thing. Yeah, cool. And they're just they're so insane. Like you can drag in the new ones you can drag enemies into convenience stores and buildings and interact with the building as you fight. And while then you can oh. you can throw a guy into the microwave and then ask the attendant to turn on the microwave. <laughs> dude it sounds like max Payne or something like that it's just it's so it's so good it's so stupid i highly recommend it i've just i've fallen in love with the franchise yeah nice what uh platforms are on my list to play at the moment yeah um you can buy pretty much all of them on ps4 and ps3 currently and they're porting most of it to pc right now yeah nice sick all right, put it on your lists. Joe, take us away. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to take you back into the depths of time, back into uh, oh, the years when Lord. I actually had a gaming PC, which I've got again now, but I spent, you know this, Sully, I spent about 10 years, maybe 12 years without a gaming PC. 
and uh, in the wilderness with the console peasants yeah yeah that's right yeah <laughs> i was kind of forced into it but um no i, I years back um i and this is actually ended up being the reason why or one of the main reasons why i ended up buying a playstation 4 was i played planet side on the pc now i don't oh, know if you planet guys side. yeah 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 you remember yeah, that I, I, um, I remember that yeah game, yeah the I, massive I got, uh, multiplayer shooter, right? Yeah, exactly. And and it's not really my sort of thing. You know me, I'm more of a kind of story guy. I, I prefer, you know, mm. offline games really rather than, than, than online shooters. Uh, you know, mm. I, I have had my time playing online shooters. But when that game came out, it, I think it was a mate of mine said, oh, you've got to check this out. So uh, I got a hold of a copy and I loaded it up. And... You know, at first I was like, you know, what's what's what is this? What what am I doing? And then then you you get on the drop ship, and you go into the war zone in effect, and it was the most <laughs> incredible experience. I was it used to make my heart pound playing this game because you could get you could get in like a plane, fly over the battlefield, and then sort of halo into the enemy base, and I would put on like a stealth suit i'd have a a, a stealth suit on and, and you'd be you'd be like mm -hmm. running around the enemy base hiding from these massive mechs you know and you try and sneak into the into the control room and shut their defenses down so that the other people attacking could get in but if you got caught you because you, you were like a um a stealth guy you didn't have a lot of you know strength if you got caught, you were like dead really fast. So I'd be sneaking around and my heart would be going. And I, I remember standing there in this corner in the, in the middle of their base for about 10 minutes, waiting for these guys to clear out of the room because they knew I was around somewhere, but they couldn't find me. And I was just stood there watching them walk past. And then they cleared out the base and I took down, I took down their defenses. And of course, as soon as you take down their defenses, they know you're there. So they come looking for you again. And the number of times I did stuff like that, and you could play as a grunt as well, or a heavy or whatever. And I think there were, oh, it's a long time ago, I think there were four different uh, factions that you could join. And uh, I joined one of the factions and I, I got I got so addicted to this game. I, I would, when I wasn't working, I'd get up in the morning and start playing first thing in the morning. I'd still be sat there playing it like eight o'clock at night, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and that for me is not, not usual. I'm not somebody, I mean, especially these days, I don't get the time these days. I mean, I'm lucky if I can put an hour in, you know, on a day to, to play a game. But I used to, I'd sit there and I'd play it for eight hours at a time. And I was, oh, it was so exciting to, to, to play that game. And, you, you know, so many different things you could be doing and the weapons were great. And then I, I, I when the PlayStation came out, or before it came out, they announced that Planet Side 2 was going to be on the, on the PlayStation. And so... I was like, oh, great, you know, I really enjoyed that on PC and I hadn't played it for some years and I wanted to play it on the on, on, the, on the PlayStation. I thought, oh, you know, this would be great. I'll be able to play it in the lounge and stuff. And I and I, I downloaded it and I think it was free to play, if I remember rightly. And, uh, yeah, I think I, so. Yeah, I, I downloaded it and I, I played it for about, I don't know, I played it for about two hours and I just couldn't get into it, which was really odd. And I think some of it was because I had my boy then and I just didn't have the time to put into it. But it never grabbed me like the first one did. Um, and mm. that How was... many years had passed by then? Say again, sorry? How many years had passed between PC and you trying it on console? Oh, blimey. Uh, it would have been 
six years, maybe. I don't know, maybe more. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So that's, you know, fair. that's a fair call. A lot, a lot happens in uh, six years to taste and how a game ages. Yeah, and also, you know, like I say, I had my little boy then, so I didn't have the time to, to sink into it in the same way. And this is why, you know, you know what I say about open world games and things like that and, and online shooters and stuff now. I just don't have the time for them. And and that's a big deal. When, you know, as you, as you get older, you get like kids and stuff. It becomes a lot harder to sink the hours into games like, you you know, you do when you're a, a teenager, 20s. I mean, even into my 30s, I was still putting quite a lot of hours into playing playing games. But these days, like I say, I, I just don't get the time. And so a game like that requires you to build your character and, and you know... You, you get so many unlocks and things through playing through and, and, and you know it's it, it, it was it was a lot of fun but only if you could put the time into it I think and so I just when when the second one came out I just didn't have the time for it so it just didn't have that appeal like it like it did the first time around and obviously it was fresh as well the first time around yeah that's a good one I like I like that one I completely forgotten about that but I totally understand looking back on that how it could absolutely hook somebody yeah it kind of came out of left field you know it's it's odd when uh, you you know there's something else you're sort of talking about you know stuff coming out of, of, of left field and, and and surprising us and 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 that's exactly what it did it was not something i was expecting um and so yeah, yeah it was a really pleasant surprise and it's lovely i mean you know it's lovely when games do that it's you know you you get this with music films whatever you go and see something or you listen to something or you play something and you're not expecting it and sometimes those things become your favorite things because almost because you weren't expecting it and it's like a pleasant surprise yeah, yeah absolutely that, that did consume me <laughs> hmm. yeah i like that one i was uh, just looking at gameplay um yeah, I remember. I think I sunk a few hours into myself, but it never quite grabbed me. Like, I don't know. Just maybe it wasn't refined enough for me because it was a very a little bit rough around the edges. Oh, it's like a, was, yeah. as huge multiplayer online games are, you know, a little bit laggy for me, unfortunately, down here. But oh god, it um, used to get yeah, so yeah. laggy when there was a lot of people on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I bet you we didn't have dedicated servers down here in Australia yeah, it, either. We probably just got Australian internet. Stick. It does does not allow us to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to remember that was some years ago as well. So yeah. you know, things have improved yeah. since then. Yeah, it's got to be like, yeah, that's a while ago now, isn't it? That's got to be like 10 years ago. I reckon, like yeah. Like planet side. Yeah. yeah. Bloody hell. All right, let's move it along. So from this point on, my list is unfortunately too hard to kind of categorize. Um, I'll give you one that I think was a surprise and consumed me. Um, I didn't see it come either. So I think this fits like strictly, strictly our criteria, um, but it's got to be Crisis 2. Um, specifically though, Crisis 2 multiplayer. Um, now there's probably not a huge amount to say about Crisis 2 multiplayer, <laughs> but, um, I'll tell you, like, I absolutely loved it. And I think what I think it was about Crisis 2 at the time was it felt like a Call of Duty version of Halo done well. <laughs> and that sounds, ter- <laughs> that sounds terrible. I know, but you know, you had like kind of the armor skins, like the clamber, the sprint, kind of those superhuman-esque powers. Um, but the shooting was so snappy and fast. Um, and I loved kind of the mashup between human and alien weaponry. And just the multiplayer arena, I feel like at the time, was executed well. 
Uh, but it was also at the time when I just built my first gaming PC. So I feel like that probably factors in a little bit as well, where I was playing in Uber Graphics. Um, and at the time, Crisis 2 was a very pretty looking game. So it's kind of like everything in my mind, at least, kind of came to a point to equal like a time where this game just consumed me. Um, so enough said for that. Uh, did you guys ever play Crisis 2? I, I played the single player. I, I remember playing the Crisis games on console because I didn't want my PC breaking. <laughs> I remember when they ported Crisis 1 to the um, Xbox 360 and I think it was a pretty it was a job well done I think from what I remember it's, it's been a long time 